WSB's Herman Kane and depend on this. Whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 at AM 750. WSB, depend on it. Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. Now, Jamie Dupree with the latest breaking news from our nation's capital. All right, he's the most connected man in Washington, D.C. So we're in Wisconsin yesterday interviewing Scott Walker. Hello, Hannity. How are you, buddy? (laughs) I love the way you said so sarcastic. So anyway, so... There's an upstairs and a downstairs, sort of like an upstairs in the round balcony, and it's yeah, a balcony, yeah. Okay, and you're up there, yeah. And so somebody waves to me and says, "Hi, Hannity," and I'm saying, "Hi." I just waved and how are you? And I didn't know it was you because I couldn't see because I had the TV camera lights on. I knew right away you had no idea it was me, and I was I was dearly hoping that I could come on the air today and, yeah. and you would give me a hard time about not saying hello to you, and then I would know that I did. Well, you would know what you did, and then I wouldn't have believed you, and it would have <laughs> exactly. become exactly. And then the funny thing is, you sent a a picture to me and and Linda. Of uh, you took a great shot. I don't know if you saw it, but we posted it on Twitter. Your oh, picture. did you really? Yeah. And anyway, so then afterwards, I get to see the Jamie. rock star Sean Hannity signing autographs. It was are, something. Are, are, are you done? Are you, do you really? You know, all the news people hate the fact that that opinion people are actually like for their opinions, and we get attention. What is actually? That? Let me note this because where I was up, the, they had the press up in a, a bunch of different areas, and there were a lot of uh, big shot press types up in the section I was yeah. in, and they were all sort of uh, murmuring, "Oh, look at that! Look at all the people around Hannity! Look at that!" So they were taking note yesterday. Oh, what, were they surprised that people like me? Is that no, the point? No, I just think they were just noting the what was going on. There was no, I didn't hear any derisive comments or anything about you. You didn't hear, would you have stuck up for me if you did? Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have said, you wouldn't have uttered a peep. Now, the funny part of the story is, so I got to see you, because some, oh, I, I think it was James told me, that was Jamie Dupree. I'm like, really? And then I called you and you had left. And uh, so you came downstairs, you were nice enough to try again. And I said, fine, Jamie, I want to say hi to him. And then so I said, oh, this is Jamie Dupree. And a guy yells out, the most connected man in Washington, D.C. <laughs> it was very good. He was programmed very well. I gave him 20 bucks afterward. Yes. That was yeah. pretty funny. Um, all right. I thought it was a, listen, real quick before we get on the other yeah. stuff of the day. But, I mean, in all seriousness, I thought the, the, the Scott Walker event was very good for him. Uh, you know, I, I think he is very well positioned right now in this race. There's, I, I'm not sure anybody else starts out in a stronger position overall than Scott Walker. It's obvious that he's thought about this for a long time. It's not just something he decided to do last week. He, you know, his speech, if you go and listen to his regular stump speech, which I have a number of times watching him in person and on video, you know, he, he basically gave that speech again yesterday. I'm not saying that in a bad way. That, that's just, it's the basis for who he is. He has got the record from his home state, and he is going to hammer on that over and over again to say, this is what I did at home. This is what I want to do on a national level. And he tried to start with that yesterday. Yeah. Well, look, I think two things came out. I mean, he said he'd give education money to the states and he'd take a lot of money that the federal government is spending on programs and return it to the states. A lot of people didn't pick up on that. I thought that was a pretty big platform he was laying out there. And, and look, I mean, he has he's taken on the unions in that big fight there. He's taken on a number of other fights, and he's not the most charismatic guy or anything like that. He's not going to uh, electrify you, and maybe in a lot of ways. 
but he's he's won those battles and and that's i think what he tried to hammer home at the end by saying not some people talk about fighting i actually did the fighting and won and i you know i think that's again interviewing his backers outside yesterday before the event that's the feeling i got more than anything else was that they think that he can take that record and take it national and win the republican nomination well it's going to be i think he's formidable he's at 18 percent in the polls and uh so i think i think he's definitely a player and i think he's definitely got a good shot and we had a new poll come out today, the uh, national poll. The guy who's given six figures to the uh, to the Clinton Foundation is ahead. Donald Trump? Yes, he is. Yes. Another no, by poll the way, this that, that sounds like you're being opinionated there. It's, or either that it's or just you're, a fact. You're just, I, no, no, but, I just say it again. If Jeb Bush had given six figures to the Clinton Foundation, there'd be a lot of people pretty angry about it. I'm just, no, but I that, find it very interesting that there that are is you, shifting kind of rules for who's okay that and That is you not. being a maximum wise arf. That yes, is you absolutely. Totally, you totally love to just stick it any chance you get. But it's news. It's true. It's objective. I'm being honest. It is. It's right there. I, I, you know, I just I, I think it's fascinating because if there were if anybody in the Republican race, sort of like a Chris Christie or a Jeb Bush had given money to the Clinton Foundation, I think that uh, talk radio, most of the talk radio would have burned down about it by now. Uh, but for Donald Trump, it's just, yep, that's what business people do. And we move on to the next point. Trump was down in Charlottesville, Virginia today uh, doing an event down there. Uh, it took him until just a little while ago to put out a statement on the Iran nuclear deal. But, you know, look, he runs a different sort of uh, election effort. Listen, you got to look at this deal. And by any objective measure, it's not a good deal. They have 24 days that they can wait and they have to be notified before any inspections. They're getting all of these billions of dollars up front in this deal. They, they, you know, they're ecstatic. They're euphoric in Iran right now because they feel they rolled the American president. I believe they actually did. Well, and the immediate reaction from Republicans here on the Hill has been one. Look, nobody's seen it. Nobody's seen the text or anything like that. But I, th- I think the, the immediate reaction from Speaker Boehner on down is this is not a good deal for the United States. The Obama administration has given up too much. Uh, the Democrats, look, a lot of them are saying... Uh, they they like that it's a diplomatic effort. They some are saying let's wait and see all the details. I still am not. I still don't believe. I think it's going to be very very difficult to find the votes to block this agreement simply because the way things were set up under that Iran law that was approved a couple of months the, ago. Well, this but, is this is where the Republicans. This is where Senator Corker and Republicans are weak once again. And I yeah, it, but you know, if not for them, they wouldn't have even had this. I mean, you say that, but I mean, it would be a meaningless deal that was signed by a president, and it can't be a treaty if it's not signed off on it's by not the a Senate. Tr- well, it's not a treaty, so uh, okay. we'll go over that again. We, we, can but- do, we can play all the semantics games. You and I both know, and everybody listening to this program knows, that this is a treaty. This is a deal that the president struck constitutionally. The Senate has advice and consent on this, and they have approval authority on this, and they have basically negotiated that away, and I think they should have kept that power and never agreed to this 30 days becoming 60-day provision i think was stupid from the get-go well they get 60 days now to review it and it'll actually stretch out once you go through approving the resolution of disapproval and getting it vetoed by the president which is what he said he'd do today and then having the veto override vote i can see that taking us to the the end of september maybe early october to have a showdown on this so it's going to be around i mean look the text will be there soon enough the white house doesn't have to give officially the deal to the congress i don't think for another five days so remember what happened before Remember how uh, the U.S., the Obama administration issued that laundry list of what was in the tentative agreement, and then the Iranians issued their own list, and it didn't really match up very well? Mm-hmm. 
So we'll see what the other Iranians say and whether we get any of those. I do think there are some Democrats who will vote against this. I'm not sure there will be enough in the end. Now, this became the big issue for Hillary Clinton, who was here in D.C. today and on the Hill. In fact, she just left just a few minutes ago after a full day at the Capitol of meetings with Democrats, both on the House side and on the Senate side. And her bottom line was she embraced the deal. Definitely. I mean, she she did hedge a little, say, well, let's see what all the the uh, details are. But she revealed the three to four hundred billion dollar economy. He pointed out $150 cash infusion into the Iranian coffers is like an $8 trillion infusion of cash into the U.S. Treasury. I mean, that's how massive this amount of money is. They're the number one state sponsor of terror. That hasn't changed. Four days ago, they were chanting death to Israel, death to America, and burning Israeli and American flags. So, you know, if you want to trust the number one state sponsor of terror that said during these negotiations the destruction of Israel is non-negotiable, then go ahead. I think it is naive to a fault and what's interesting to me is, yeah, Hillary's supporting it, but a lot of Senate Democrats are expressing reservations uh, like Ben Cardin and Chris Coons and Rob Casey and Michael Bennett. Um, you know, well, there will of- be no votes from Democrats, I believe. There, there'll be a, there could be a number of them. Are there going to be enough to be a two thirds supermajority to override a veto? I'm not so sure about that. I think you'll see a full court uh, effort by the administration to lobby Democrats both in the House and in the Senate over the next two months. But think about this. It doesn't require any time, anywhere inspection so they can cheat with impunity. It grants them official permission to continue the nuclear program. You put the Obama seal of approval on that and it lifts all sanctions pretty much immediately, which will give them all these billions of dollars. Uh, And by the way, they can still chant death to America, death to Israel. I'm almost uh, thinking back. It'll take us back to when we were in the showdown with uh, uh, the Iraqis and Saddam over and over again about the weapons inspectors and more. I would assume that that's what we're headed to in many ways with Iran in coming months. It'll be showdown, uh, you know, over whether uh, the weapons people can get in and look at things and accusations that the Iranians are hiding material and more. So I would sort of expect that's where we'll shift to more in the future. Um, John Kerry has now attacked Bibi Netanyahu, I see. This just happened a few moments ago. And he said that the prime minister's statements are, quote, over the top. Now, all Netanyahu, and Netanyahu gave a fairly short statement today and said the world is a much more dangerous place today. And he pointed out that four days ago that they were burning the American and Israelis flag and chanting death to America and death to Israel. It was interesting because the readout of the call between Netanyahu and President Obama by the White House was very uh, just even. You know, remember before at times they've slammed and, and gone out of their way to take jabs at Netanyahu. But in this readout of the phone call, it didn't really get into any of that. It was uh, very basic on on the president briefing Netanyahu about what is in the deal and, and more. And I was interested to see, I was wondering whether the White House would take any jabs in this statement, but they did not. Obviously, others may Well, because the they already know they stuck it to Netanyahu. It's like, haha, we already got you. Why, we, why bother with the statement? Well, and that's why, listen, there are some Democrats out there who have, uh, uh, you know, uh, large Jewish voting populations in their districts in the House uh, who are unsure about this at best, uh, worried that uh, it will be a bad deal for the Israelis. And I think you'll see some of those people voting against the president on this. But again, I'm not sure there's as many of those no votes out there as some Republicans might hope. No, I listen, I'm tending to agree with you. And I think that was lost. I said it at the time when when Corker pushed that. By the way, what is this news that I see out there that just broke 
Um, and, and we have Rand Paul on tonight. We also have Vice President Dick Cheney, the great one, Mark Levin, Mark Stein, and others. But apparently Cornyn and Lamar Alexander blocked a vote on sanctuary cities. Well, uh, Cornyn has denied that. What what happened? Is, remember, in the Senate, you can introduce an amendment on absolutely any subject on absolutely any bill. There's a bill on the floor right now dealing with uh, uh, schools. And I think what it is is that the GOP leadership wants to get this bill done on schools and education and not get it all wrapped up in something on immigration. And so they're trying to move to not bring up those sanctuary amendments right now on this bill, because if they were adopted, the whole bill would go down. And I think uh, Senator McConnell wants to get some things done, more things done in the Senate, and would rather not have this one run off the rails. So Cornyn denies that they've snuffed it out. They may have decided they don't want it on this bill, but that they'll take it up again. I I would fully expect at some point before lawmakers leave uh, for the August break, I would bet at least the House would go on record about the uh, sanctuary cities issue and maybe senators as well. You hear Boston now, their mayor has decreed no Trump construction projects. Sounds like another lawsuit to me. <laughs> yeah, and, I, would think, you, I, don't, I don't know how you can block somebody from building something if they have the right to do it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be interesting to watch. I think Trump, if nothing else happens to this election, he's going to be rich from uh, all these lawsuits he has. I mean, Certainly a lot of attention and a lot of legal fees. I wouldn't mind being his lawyer right now. You're absolutely right. All right. Uh, Jamie, it was good to see you yesterday. It was always good to see you, Sean. It we'll was talk. funny when the guy goes, oh, Jamie, the most connected man in Washington. It's always nice. I appreciate it. Yes, thumbs up. All right, appreciate it. Jamie Dupree in uh, Washington. Don't forget Hannity tonight. We're going to get reaction to this bad nuclear deal. The former Vice President Dick Cheney will give his first comments to us tonight. Uh, also, the great one, Mark Levin. Always hard-hitting comments. Looking forward to Mark and uh, Stephen Hayes, Mark Stein, Senator Rand Paul on the issue of sanctuary cities. And we'll have the latest on the manhunt for El Chapo. Whatever that drug kingpin's name is anyway 800-941-SEAN is a number hey listen i don't sleep well like a lot of you you know what you would think well what difference is a pillow going to make well in my life it's made all of the difference i'm telling you i have the best pillow i ever had in my life and it really helps me fall asleep faster stay asleep longer thank goodness i met mike lindell he's the inventor of my pillow he fitted me for my first my pillow now i have four of them Fall asleep faster, stay asleep longer, my life is better, and you can too. Just go to MyPillow.com or call 800-919-6090. Mention my name, Hannity, and you get two for the price of one. You'll discover why MyPillow is the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation. MyPillow is made right here in the USA. has a 60-day money-back guarantee, a 10-year warranty. So don't spend another stupid sleepless night on a pillow that does not work for you. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-919-6090, promo code Hannity. Get two for the price of one, and that means you can start getting the kind of restful, comfortable, deep-healing sleep you deserve. MyPillow.com, promo code Hannity, and you will sleep the best you ever have. We'll continue. John Hannity. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB.